Yes, indeed. So we know people who looking for a career change, about to jump in, jump into the job market. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing they need to get? Just tighten up. Got to bring something to get something. Always got to bring something to get something. Mm-hmm. And how? And and people know what you're bringing to the table and what you're bringing to get something mm-hmm. when you have a decent resume. Got to have a good resume, man. Yep. Let's tell you a little bit about our sponsor, BrandResumes.com, where landing interviews is made more easy. Love it. You know, for many of us, whether it's fresh out of college Mm -hmm. and we got to create a new resume, or whether you've got some years in the game and it's just time for you to update it a bit. Time to change. It can be Mm nerve-wracking, anxiety-inducing, pretty stressful, wouldn't you say? Pretty much, pretty much. Hey, and on top of that, in today's landscape... LinkedIn, having a good LinkedIn profile plays a huge role in your opportunities. Number one, got to have one. Got to have one. Got to have one. A good one. A good one. Yes. That's where Brand Resumes comes in. You start with a free, everybody likes free, right? I like it. Free 15-minute consultation where their experts get to know you a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you can choose from a variety of packages that include professional professional resume, Mm -hmm. LinkedIn profile optimization, Get that. Watch this, Eric. Watch get this. That. Get that. Watch this. You ready for this all right, one? All right, all right. They even have a package where they will apply to the relevant jobs for you. Home. Hey. Home. You can't beat that. <laughs> Again, visit brandresumes.com and book your free 15-minute consultation. Brand. That's brandresumes, B-R-A-N-D, resumes.com. Thank you for listening to the Beyond the Cubicle podcast, episode number 67. That's a lot. Today, we're going to be talking about how to solve your career problem. Mm -hmm. Now, what does that mean? (laughs) Life is rough. You hate going to work every day. You You just wake up talking about law and just let the building burn down. That's that's a career problem, dude. Yeah. (laughs) So, I read this article. Mm Mm-hmm. On Inc.com a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, title of it is, There are only four types of career problems. Okay. And I was like, hmm? Simplify it. Yeah. Simplify but in the first paragraph of this article, uh-huh. the, the writer says, everybody makes their, 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 sto- their story more complicated than it is. I believe that. And if they would just step back and call it like it is for yeah. what it really yeah. is, yeah. 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 they would make progress. You, you can figure it out. I was like, oh, okay. So, today, that's what we're diving into. The truth hurts. 99% of humans cannot be objective. Oh. (laughs) And we're going to talk about these four types of career problems that every single issue that we're having in our careers falls into. Yeah. Ready for this? Let's do it. All right, right after the intro. Twitter and Instagram at this is BTC. Mm-hmm. We hope you guys enjoyed those last two episodes that we put out where we're talking about the sparkotypes, man. Oh yeah, those those were really yeah. solid for me. Um, some of the feedback that I got personally, yeah, um, they like people really really enjoyed and made them it made them think about one themselves yeah. differently than they had before. Yeah, being being objective yeah. and looking at yourself is the hardest thing you can do. It's tough, man. But if, in a career that you want to move forward, it's right. the number one thing you can do. Number one thing. Mm-hmm. Number one thing. All right, so 
jumping right into this topic though, um, why, why, why do humans, as humans, we make ourselves, our stories more heightened, more dramatic than they than they are? You know. Yeah. Well, to us, you know, the emotional content of everything. For instance, okay, check this out. Mm-hmm. You 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 are uh, watching TV, mm-hmm. and it's late at night. You're in the middle of a movie, mm-hmm. and there's a break. And there's this lady overseas begging for these poor kids. Okay. You look at it, you go, oh. Movie comes back on. Five minutes later, you do not have another thought about that. Mm -hmm. However, if you were hungry. Yep. Or if you were in that situation. So basically, unless it happens to you, you cannot possibly have the same emotional content about an issue uh, unless it actually happens to you. This is true. So that's the reason we we, we think ours is the worst because, mm-hmm. oh, my, this happened to me. It's happened to everybody for hundreds of years. Right. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, but it's it's it's, it's intriguing, though. Yeah. Um, but it, it we can easily fall into that, the victimhood oh, mentality. Oh, man. Oh, you know what I mean? man. Like we had nothing to do with it. Right. Right. And, and you know, sometimes we could actually be victims. Mm-hmm. And, and that does happen. Bad mm-hmm. things do happen sometimes to people doing their best. Mm-hmm. But the reality is sometimes stuff just happens. It, well, sometimes stuff just happens. But also um, there's this interesting conversation um, in philosophy mm-hmm. for ages. Like, you know, I, I just ran across it in the last year and a half or so. But there's this interesting conversation that's been happening in philosophy since the dawn of humans thinking about uh, purpose and all this other stuff, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. But it's it's about uh, free will versus determinism. Okay. Right? Determinism being doesn't matter. Your fate is decided. <laughs> You're just yeah. going along a path of a predetermined fate. Yeah. Free will meaning I actually have complete control over every decision and choice that I make. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, Halfway nature-nurture yeah. discussion. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, you know, when it comes to situations that we find ourselves in, and since we talk about careers, we'll stick with careers, right? So I, I'm in a place, I took a job, I'm working for a manager, manager's butthole, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and and they are actually doing devious things to put a foot on my neck to keep me from mm-hmm. moving up. Mm-hmm. That, that, that happened. Okay, cool. Yeah. That is a situation that I did not necessarily create. No. But there's a there's a situation that I could get out of. Now, what yeah. we would end up focusing yeah. on in that situation is the fact that the person has their boot on our neck. <laughs> yeah. And that's all of us. I'm not immune yeah. to that. Yeah. We're all that way. You know what I mean? We're all that way. But basically what, what, what this person was kind of hinting at is, hey, while your situation may be valid. Yeah. It is not the most complicated. Mm-mm. It is not the worst career situation in the world. Mm-mm. And what they're saying is most of our career issues fall into four big categories. Mm-hmm. All right, you ready to hear them? Let's rock it. All right, here you go. Four big categories that this article said. You can find the link to the uh, to the article in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, four types of career problems. One. Career setbacks. Okay. Two, no career direction. Mm-hmm. Three, a desire to change directions. Mm-hmm. And four, anxious to accelerate. Okay. Okay, so first one, setbacks. Something mm-hmm. bad happened. Mm-hmm. All right, so shipped out, merger, 
fired, yada, yada, yada. Yep. Bad. Yep. Okay. Yep. Then the second one is you don't even know where you're going. You just wake up and go to work. No career to work. So you're feeling kind of stuck. Yep. Like, this is all I do. Yep. Okay, the third one was I want to change. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm sitting here going, you know, I think I want to try that over there. All yep. right. And the last one is anxious to accelerate. Anxious to accelerate. So in other words, I'm here, but I'm going to be there by this time next year. Yes. But that guy ain't about to retire. Nope. In fact, he's only like two years older than me. Bam. I'm not going to get that. And he's doing a good job. Yep. Who? Okay. Now, interesting, you talked about a victim early. Yes. Something happens, and you got to help me with this one. Something happens, we get educated into victimhood. And let me tell you why. There are, absolute, yeah. there are absolutes. You take a kid. I remember my kids are growing now, so if I tell this, they'll just beat up on me. I remember telling the kids, you guys are in trouble, go to your room. Right. About three minutes later, I thought there was a party at the Copacabana in that bad boy. Mm. Because they took their punishment and said, he's taking away these options, so... Uh, we can't watch TV. We can't right. do this. Right. We're going to throw these Nerf balls right. all over the room. Right. <laughs> so I couldn't even restrict them. If I made them sit down, they sit quiet. They play. They look at the wall and just make up games. They create. Stuff. So when we're younger, that creativity that faces everything that comes yeah. at us. Oh, we we stifle it. We stifle it. Oh, so yeah. we get educated into mm-hmm. we get ed- educated into a thinking yeah. that makes us victims. Yes. And that's not the way it works. Yeah. You know, that's that's not a, that's not something that um that's not something that is going to benefit us. Right. And we're supposed to be adults. We are. And we're not even as creative as the kids that we're raising. So, so yeah, that's the thing. And so and another article that I read on on a website called Medium uh, mm-hmm. talks about um you know, just how how we how we play the victim, we don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it, it, here's what the, here's what this person said. Um, like the victim mode is, it's the habit of spending a disproportionate amount of time on complaining or simply thinking, or even simply thinking on how unfairly we are being treated by people, organizations, institutions, society, divinities, destiny, luck, karma. Mm-hmm. You name it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh. Mm-hmm. So when something happens, right, and it's 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 something that with a negative outcome to me, mm-hmm. right? I complain. Mm-hmm. But it's not that it's not just that like, man, like this sucks, right? It's not that. It's like, okay, today I'm complaining, tomorrow I'm complaining, I'm complaining to this person, this person, this person. You know I'm, what I'm saying? I'm complaining into we call it a complaint coma. Yes. Because there's inactivity. Mm-hmm. Now, let me flip that. And whether you're a minority, uh, a woman, right. whatever you've been discriminated against, that stuff is absolutely real. Yeah. However, for every person you show me that was treated poorly, yep. I can give you 10 to say, this sucks, it's not fair, but there's no way in heck I'm going to live here. Yep. So what happens with the complaining, there's a... There's a a little bit of, and if somebody's complaining out there, I'm not calling you lazy. What I'm saying is that you can complain yourself into a coma where you're inactive, and it the cycle perpetuates itself. Here's a simple a simple example too. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter, nine. Mm-hmm. Um, we we try to have our kids 
be solution oriented. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think that's a great, great way that's to put it too. Absolutely. Um, uh, something happened the other night where she couldn't get into her tablet. Okay. She kept trying to log in and it just wouldn't do it right. And she started to have a little meltdown. Mm-hmm. And so I say, hey, hold on. <laughs> Tell you what, when this happens, yeah. you see that power button on the side? Yeah. Just hit restart. It's called reboot. That's it. There's a life lesson in there. Really? <laughs> yeah. Re- yeah. It is a life lesson in there. But it's like that thing, right? Because had I not offered that solution to her, now granted, she that's her first, that was her first time learning it. So we'll see how it goes the next yeah. time she has that problem. Yeah. yeah. But had I not done that, she would have had a whole meltdown about how the tablet is messed up. Yep. Blah, blah, blah. It's the tablet, tablet, tablet. Not that there's a user solution to the issue. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you know, what happens is there's something there when you start to be solution oriented. Right. That if you can take that into adulthood, Amen. you are. Uh, I was watching my grandson and he got on this video game mm-hmm. and he kept getting jacked up at this one level. Yeah. He said, oh, he threw it down. I said, don't you throw it down. I said, let me tell you. You can get past that level. Mm-hmm. You're smart enough to do that. You can do this. And he is. I'm bragging on him, but he is. Eventually got past the level. He said, look, Big Papa. I said, you can get past all levels. Mm-hmm. Put that in his brain. Now, mm-hmm. let's let's contrast that with you and I out playing golf, and we see this guy <laughs> who keeps throwing his... St- he throws his clubs into the creek. What is wrong? Dude. You were never going to be on the PGA Tour to begin with. In the first what place. What is wrong with you? So, He's mad throwing his... What? Dude, come on, man. Say, like, bro, if you don't want them, I'll take them. <laughs> nice clubs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you don't want them... So rather than, I'm going to get better, I'm going right. to get better, I'm going to win. Right. You know, that's a warrior mentality. It is. And warrior and victim don't live in the same person. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know, man. It's like, I, I still need to do some more research on, and some reading and some research to try to understand that behavior from us because you know sometimes even even like some of my peers like we'll have conversations and they aren't happy in their situations but we also they aren't making moves they're not doing anything about it right and 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 most of the time the explanation for why they aren't doing anything to change it is like i don't know if i have the capacity to deal with like searching for a new job right now yeah well okay so (laughs) so you're not sufficiently (laughs) Angry yet? You're not sufficiently yeah. messed over, you know. Yeah, because yeah. my because my personal situation is like, do I enjoy getting up, going to work every day? No, who does? <laughs> but I've, I've accepted where I am and what you're doing, what I'm doing. Yeah, it's got purpose. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Um, yeah, it's, it's serving person, taking care of my family. Yeah, uh, I, was, I was uh, I was reading the book um, Love Languages. Yeah. And then I was listening to the guy, one of the guys that, that had so much input into it, and I was cracking up. Mm-hmm. He said he found out that his wife's love language was acts of service. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> he said, we, we're not vibing, we're not gelling. When he found that out, he said he was home, he started vacuuming. He's he's doing the drapes, he's doing yeah. whatever. She comes in and she just lights up. She said, what you doing? He said, I'm making love, baby. I'm making love. So what has to happen, you've got to bring something to the party of value right. for it to change. Life is not waiting to treat you well. Life doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> and whoever's looking for fairness, really, when you come 
when you when you come back from drug testing, <laughs> let's get into reality and say, look, if you want to win, yeah. you got to bring something to get something. Yeah, it's and you can win. You can, but you got to bring something. It's, it's a couple of things I, I repeat to young folks and kids, yeah. and even myself on a daily basis too. Yeah. But life doesn't care, and no, neither does time. Time, time is undefeated. Time waits for no one. We don't control it. Time and life. The only thing, the only things that we have control over yeah. are our thoughts and our decisions in those two spaces. Preach that. That's it, right? Preach it. And by the way, depression and inactivity is not age-based. I was talking to somebody yesterday. No, no. Very, very successful. No. Highly, highly educated. You know, terminal degree, yada, yada. Right. And we were talking about depression mm -hmm. and how you try, you try, and sometimes you go... Man, and you go home at the end of the day, and you're right. like, I feel like death. There's nothing working for me, whatever. And there's always a faith component. So the person yeah. was the person of faith. We, we talked about it. He said, you know, I kind of went, recharged, connected with my higher power, got up the next day and said, I don't know how I'm going down, but I'm going down swinging. You know what's amazing? Um, and, and after this, I think we'll, we'll jump into kind of our thoughts on on how we can get through it. Solve each of these, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just some tips and some suggestions, depending on what our what our listeners might be going through. Yep. But um, it's, and, and you've heard this before too, sometimes, man, we, we, we get into situations, situations manifest themselves, whether they're, um, you know, uh, negative situations at work. Stuff, um, stuff happens. Stuff, just stuff happens, happens. right? <laughs> it happens. Sometimes our minds yeah. are focused so much on surviving what's happening that the creativity is blocked to help get us to the, the, the to the solution. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? And that's a, that's a normal thing. Yeah. If, you, if you look at when they do grief counseling, yeah. there's the shock, mm -hmm. there's the disbelief. Mm -hmm. All of that has to happen before you can get to acceptance. True. So that's a normal that's a normal thing to go through. However, yeah. people that win and kick butt they go through the first part they, they, when the shock is over, and we all have this. Mm -hmm. Something clicks and oh heck no! Right, you know. Now I grew up. I grew up in some fun places. So Detroit, St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, we had, yeah, so, yeah. So, uh, you know, we had Pookie now in the hood. Now, <laughs> you might be able to beat Pookie, uh -huh. but the rest of your life you had to look behind every tree. Yeah, because he never took that whooping nah. like he wasn't gonna pay it nah. back. And some of and there's some successful people listening to this. Yeah, they've y'all have taken a whooping. Yeah, but you're sitting in that successful chair today because you got mad one day. You got connected to your higher power. Your mm -hmm. juices started flowing. You said, "Oh heck no, I am not going out like this." And that's the attitude we got to get to be able to come back from this. And it's real. We all go through it. Yeah. All right. All right. So let's let's jump into these four things. Let's let's give our thoughts, and then also, um, you know, I'll I'll share what the article said too. But cool. career setbacks, man. Like the different types of career setbacks. You know, mm -hmm. uh, fired, laid off, um, uh, been put on a performance plan. I don't think we talk about that enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, maybe maybe because we've made a, a wrong assumption about who's also listening, man. Because. Um, I myself has personally never experienced being put on a on a performance plan, mm -hmm. but I do know maybe one or two people who have, and it, it sucks. Well, let me help you out with this. I know some people that got put on a performance plan because politically mm -hmm. they had done something to, to tick off a higher up who painted a bullseye on them. Mm -hmm. So 
just because you're on a performance plan, mm-hmm. uh, it shouldn't eat at your soul. It hurts us. It hurts right. our feelings because we're looking to be valued. Right. And in fact, if you take each one of those, you got fired, you got laid off, you got demoted, you're on right. a or on a pip. Uh, some stretch if you're not being around. What that did, it tagged your sense of being valued. Ooh, yes. Ooh. Okay. Now you. That's a good one. I like that. You didn't lose any skill sets. Nope. In that situation, less than that, they have a merger, and they got two of you. Mm-hmm. They got, and I've been through that. They got this guy over here and this guy over here. Right. And you ain't the one. Right. Okay. You have to go. So now you're going like, well, I was the, I was the head manager, and do I still have value? He always had value. Organizations don't care. Organizations are not fair. Yeah. If it's if if I need one, somebody's losing. Do we Flip get do we get caught up in, in your experience, especially working with companies who who are going through these transitions and yeah. and kind of coaching executives and, and HRs on how to kind of navigate that when they're making that choice, right? Do do we get caught up too much in our titles being the value? Oh, 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 oh. dude, you knocked out the ballpark. Mm-hmm. We are so title driven in this yep. country. Yep. Okay. Every every company you've ever been in, mm-hmm. the the CEO and VP could walk in, and we all pick up pads so we can write down something they're going to say. I don't. They could be dumb as a box of bricks. <laughs> the first level supervisor yeah. and the manager that actually do the work, mm-hmm. we just fold it. We just, okay, when y'all get done. Yeah. And then I go to meetings where they quote the big guy. Well, you know, Bob said. Yeah. Okay, Bob's an idiot. Yeah. I've watched him. He's an idiot. He's made dumb moves the whole time. But by his position and his title, he's gained. Some and we're used to him. hierarchies. Yeah. Now he gets. He has position power over us. I think. And I think that the next episode we're actually going to touch on this whole thing about office politics. I'm kind of excited oh. for that one too. Oh yeah, you got to talk about it. I think for me personally, yeah. when it comes to that type of hierarchical respect, right, right, like going all the way back to like. I don't know, like my, my, my parents and my mom, they never talked about it in the hierarchical sense, but they always talked about it in like the celebrity sense. Yeah. Because they never wanted us to be so into the a, a celebrity yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 to yeah, the yeah. point where yeah. we're losing ourselves in that person's life. Yeah. They're like, well, that person's a human just like you are. Yeah. They get up, put on pants and yeah. makeup and they got their yeah. issues. They just have a talent that's so on display that people like that they're on a pedestal. He said, but they're human, so you don't go out there and idolize them like that, right? Just like your boss. Right. And so even Just now, like, like I, you know, <laughs> people be like, oh, the CEO's in town. Okay, great. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Funny story, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm coming back from lunch one day, didn't even know the guy was in town. I end up on the elevator with the CEO. Hey. And I'm sitting over there like, hey, how you doing? And I just turn right back around. <laughs> we roll up the floor and he walks off and I'm like, wow, Brian. Like that was that was the CEO and you just really yeah. didn't Okay, anyway. Yeah. Um career setbacks. Um some of the ways that you can kind of deal with career setbacks, right? Yeah. Um I would say one of the first steps would be figure out what happened. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Whether you whether you got laid off or fired, put on a performance plan. Once you've gotten through that, like like I think even like they say, those stages of grief. Yep. Right. Got to go through them. Figure out what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and ha- and you got to do this honestly. Yeah. And you can't do it in the emotional state. No, no, this no. This is no, after no, no, no. you're gonna lick your wounds. You're gonna yeah. feel like crap for a bunch of weeks. Yeah. You're just gonna want to kill yourself. Oh, woe is me. That's yeah. normal. That's what you're gonna go through. Yeah. But 
in the end, when it's done, kind of go back. And if you need to, get some outside help to figure Absolutely. out Absolutely. Absolutely. And and if you got friends or acquaintances that can be honest with you, get mm-hmm. some help and say, hey, what happened? Yep. You know, well, when you cussed out the manager from the other division, <laughs> that didn't help you. Yeah. Okay. All right. But get some, yeah, get some feedback. Get, get some feedback. Yeah. Write down your honest thoughts on on what you could have done better in the situation, where your deficiencies were, right? And then see if that had a role in what happened. And sometimes it's just in the wrong place at the wrong time. It might not be a match. Sometimes it has nothing to do with it. It might not be a match. And we don't talk about that enough either, like like being a right match for the right organization in the right position. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, career setbacks, that happens all the time. Right. Um, Another way, like, after you've kind of identified what you think happened, Mm -hmm. then now the next step is to identify some new paths. What you're going to do next. What's next? You're not dead. What's next? You're not dead. And here's the funny thing for everybody doing that. Whatever company you're in, let's say you let go, you got Mm -hmm. demoted or whatever, you will not die. You'll feel like dying. But I can assure you, take it from the old dude, his very well traveled. Mm-hmm. You'll be in another spot, smiling, doing something later. Now the transition is rough. Right. Oh my God, what am I bringing? Right. But you have value, and you haven't lost that value. You've just lost it in that organization that you were in. Correct. Which is fickle. Oh, I like that one. It's fickle. I like that one. I so like that one. Don't don't give up on any of that. So I'm gonna I'm take a moment to promote your upcoming book. Okay. <laughs> which the title is. Your your business card is a rental. There you go. Thriving bi- after layoffs. There you go. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, it's a rental. Perfect. And what happens? And I gotta throw this back. And we mm-hmm. we've always talked about this. Yeah. When you get an ego. Yeah. <laughs> I am the director, VP, manager, director, VP of whatever. Sure. And and you, as Mama used to say, your rear end is on your shoulder. Uh. Okay. You walk around <laughs> with your business card, and I'm supposed to be impressed. Yeah. Well, I'm old now. Yeah. I know. I know what happens in that big room. Right. You get your behind tagged harder than we do if we report to you. Mm. Because the man up there, he doesn't have to follow some of those labor law rules. Wow. He can rip you open. And for the money he's paying you, yeah. he feels entitled to rip you a new one. Yeah. yeah. It so, has a level of control. So for all my VP friends out there, y'all know I'm telling the truth. Yeah. And so, and, and it's shorter lived. The higher yeah. up you go, the shorter your time is going to be there because somebody else always wants that right. spot on the pyramid. And so after you have identified your next path, yeah. then you ha- and this is the tricky part, you have to figure out what the right opportunity is for you. Yeah. So getting through career setbacks, identi- yeah. once you've gone through your stages of grief about yeah. what happened, whether you were fired, put on a performance yep. plan, you've been struggling with unemployment, um, uh, you know, and you've been or you've been laid off, like go through, do an honest assessment of what happened, where where your deficiencies are, what skills could you have had to make your experience better, right, and then basically start to work on those things right? and then go and figure out what your next step is and then try to find the best way to make the best possible decision with the information that you have to get your next opportunity. Right. Now, eventually, we're going to talk about relationships because some of it may not be skill set. Right. In fact, I'm going to bet most of it's not skill set. It's usually relationship, who knows you, who knows you positively. Well, (laughs) technically, relationship building is a skill. It's a learned skill. Yeah, yeah, it's a learned skill. It's a learned skill. So some people, they're flammed out and they're like, man, how did they do that to me? (laughs) Right. All right. um, The next next category, Mm -hmm. um, no career direction. So you have a job, um, (laughs) but you feel, maybe maybe you feel like 
you're not in the right place or maybe you feel like they're not using you and so you feel undervalued underutilized you don't have that passion mm-hmm. running through you for this for this piece right and the two things you've got to do there, you've got to say, look, where do I want to go? Mm-hmm. There are people, man, we know people. They go, they get a good job. In yep. fact, in, in Carter G. Woodson's book, The Miseducation of the Negro, he talks about we are educated to be cogs in somebody else's wheel. Absolutely. Not necessarily to pursue our passion. Right. Now, I love the new generation. Yeah. Because you guys are coming on board like, this doesn't feel good. Nope. I'm not going to stay here. Nah, I'm going we stayed else. around for the gold watch, and they tricked us. And kept the watch. <laughs> kept the watch and y'all social they kept, security. They kept, they kept the watch. They took the pension away. Yeah. The stuff our parents got, they're like, no, nah, no. Nah, y'all, no, nah, we're giving that to the investors so y'all yeah. can say goodbye. But uh, uh, there is a, I put it like this, if you don't take a step moving in a direction, mm-hmm. you will start to wither and die from the inside. Mm-hmm. Because now, to know that you have no career direction, now you have a little bit of misery mm-hmm. starting to kick in. And to live like that is horrendous. Do, like you said, just do it. Yeah, I don't care what direction. Just do something. And I think a, a, a perfect a perfect suggestion here is... So, so let's say you're a person who is in a position mm-hmm. you thought this is what you wanted to do mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Um, you're in a position you don't feel like your skills fit mm-hmm. but you also feel like you could be doing more but they're not using you mm-hmm. um, figure out if there's another place within the organization oh, absolutely. where your skills do fit absolutely if you're in a good company and that's mm-hmm. the place you like to, and if you have managed your, your image mm-hmm. uh, there'll be other places to give you a shot so yeah, that's look for growth anywhere, and right. I say internally first because you've built up some equity, hopefully, right. some uh, some uh, uh, you know reputation equity right. in that organization. And I, th- I think the Sparker type um, conversation can work there too, depending mm-hmm. on kind of where you are. If you if you're kind of if you're feeling like you don't really have a, a interest in doing what you're doing anymore, so you feel like you're yeah. just kind of floating. Yeah. Like go take that Sparker type assessment. Go back to um, episode. Um, 65 and 66. Right, right. Um, and the link should be in the, in the notes there. But take that assessment and just kind of see what it's telling you and, and try to get a feel for what sparks you to work. And we always say, please go where your passion is and yes. what you love doing. Because yep. that's when you don't worry about going to work. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but you got to go that direction. Absolutely. All right, the next one. Um, you have a desire to change directions. Yeah. But maybe you don't know how. Similar to what we just said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, go back, take the spark type assessment. Right. Kind of look where it is. Start opening your your uh, your world. Yeah. Talk to people in the field you think you might be interested mm-hmm. in going to. Network. Get out. Don't sit in a chair and be miserable. Mm-hmm. Get out. Meet people. Go investigate what's going on. And you know, my mind is going to several other folks that I'm I'm right. saying are thirty somethings that mm-hmm. are switching around. By the way, you're probably switched, and I've seen different numbers. You'll probably change careers yeah. about four or five times in your lifetime. Yeah. So, 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 yeah. so, and here's part of the trick because I think some of what happens when when people are in one career and they either lose interest or the interest was minimal in the first place and right. they want to, but this is where their skill set is now, right? And they want to jump to something else that they probably have more interest in, but their skill set doesn't match up, right? I think part of it is, and I've experienced this myself, mm-hmm. right, where, um. You know, uh, you want to try to make the jump across the pond to the other bridge. Yeah. 
But maybe instead of trying to leap the pond, <laughs> maybe you should swim across. Well, what's going to happen is you're going to have to go down to the bottom of that bank. That too. Right. And, and it, people may not want to make that kind of commitment. Mm-hmm. But for your happiness and contentment, yeah. you can stand a little growth. It'll help your ego out a little bit yeah. too. So, so let, let me give a, a, a scenario that I would understand. Mm-hmm. I'm in accounting. Mm-hmm. And let's say I want to go and do finance. Got it. They're cousins, but it does take a different skill set. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's similar knowledge, mm-hmm. especially on the, in the corporate world. There's similar knowledge, but it does take a different skill set. All right. So instead of me trying to jump across the pond and say, "Well, I know accounting, mm-hmm. I can do finance," yep. are there positions, jobs, courses, trainings? In between that, where I can slowly start to build these skills mm-hmm. that would make me more uh, marketable, over, marketable here. over here. Well, everything's got a learning curve. Of course, right? And your knowledge base puts you ahead of a lot of people on the learning right, curve. Right, right, right. But the reality is everything has a learning curve. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you have a desire to change. If you have an interest in another career. Mm-hmm. Research the heck out of it. Mm-hmm. Assess your current skills. Mm-hmm. Assess what it would take to even get your foot in the door over here. Match them up. Look for the gap. Match them up. Mm-hmm. If there's an opportunity to take a position maybe in between, don't mm-hmm. be afraid to take that. Mm-hmm. Learn what you can learn. Build your skill set. And then make another move. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, we shouldn't be so afraid to make moves. I think sometimes we still run by that old adage of changing jobs hurts your resume. Not even But it doesn't. Not, especially not now. Two years max nowadays, three, three man. Years, three years is fully acceptable now. Right. Three years, if you if you changed every three years and there's You'd so be much, fine. In fact, uh, this is from my faith people out there. I was kind of reading this passage, and it kind of hit me. It said, uh, the Lord anoints... Uh, a righteous person steps. Mm-hmm. Steps. So hold it. I'm reading that going. <laughs> he didn't say the chair. Yeah. <laughs> so so <laughs> you got to do something to get. Yeah. Man, it's everywhere. You, nothing's free. You got to bring yeah. something to get something. Yeah. You know, and if that's in the good book, I'm like, hey, that's but, the rule. I'm done. Here's is for my my science nerds too. Uh, <laughs> potential energy is just that. <laughs> it's energy that's not in motion. <laughs> It's a parked Lamborghini. You know what I'm saying? Full of gas. That's it. With the key turned off. <laughs> so so in other words, we got to be kinetic. Yeah, you got to do something. Got to be kinetic. Just do it. All right, last one. Um, we are anxious to accelerate. I want man, it. we're just not. I want it, man. I want it. Not getting there fast enough. Yeah, yeah. This is my favorite one. Yeah, we all have that, dude. Man, who we, are you telling? We all have Who that. are you telling? I told you. I graduated college. 2003, uh, yeah, yeah, and I knew, <laughs> I knew, uh, all I needed was a shot. You get me in the door. I'm, I'm, four I'm, years. I'm, at, I'm, I'm a manager. I got it down. I'm, I'm there. I got it down. Yeah, no, nah, that's not how that works. No, no. <laughs> and and the, I think I'm, I may have told you the story. Uh-huh. Trillions of years ago, uh-huh. uh, there was a green belt. Name Monster Man Eddie. Yeah, yeah, Anybody yeah, yeah, from yeah. Detroit yeah, yeah. that was in yeah. martial arts, y'all know this. He stayed at every belt level so long mm-hmm. that every tournament he wiped everybody out. Wow. 
So you'd walk in there with your little fresh greenback set, and you would be on the back of his foot flying across the room. <laughs> and you say, how long have you been a greenback? I don't know, three years, four years. Everybody else trying to move up real fast. Yeah. Well, what he did, he mastered every level. Every level. Wow, yeah. So when he got to Black Belt, yeah. he was like the beast, man. Yeah. He was just like, so what happens is we're in such a rush right. to get to a spot, and this is, it comes out of ignorance. It comes, it's nothing that we know. Mm-hmm. The faster you get there, the least prepared you will be to stay there. You haven't had enough experience at playing defense Mm. at that level yet. And this is a game, and there's a lot of defense. There's a lot of higher power guidance and a lot of defense. So we started missing the nuances of of that that expertise. An old experienced person? Yeah. And your friend... Now, you you know what an app is. The old head don't know what an app is. Right, right, So you get technology in here, but... Uh, uh, the the like you say the nuances of what it takes to hold that position to keep the senior mm-hmm. team believing you know what you're doing to make the presentations not that you think are good mm-hmm. but that whole group of people thinks are good right. to build that reputation of being the go-to person that takes time and it doesn't happen like that it, it takes years the biggest the biggest takeaway um, from this one, anxious to accelerate. The biggest mm-hmm. suggestion is yeah. patience. Whew. Patience. Yeah. Patience. Continue to build your relationships. Yep. Um, and continue to build your skills. Skills plus relationships. Yep. Plus even more relationships. Yep. It's kind of what gets you going up the ladder. And uh, but you gotta have that patience, man. Think things don't happen in our time. We can only control what we can control. Absolutely. Um, and if you're pushing toward excellence, right? Trust me, one day your excellence Ooh. gets rewarded, and Ooh. it's a rocket shot. I don't even think you realize what you just. It said. is a right. Ro- pursuing excellence is a rocket, and one day, mm, that's nasty. One day, <laughs> somebody goes, "We need one of those." Pursuing excellence versus position. Oh, absolutely. Oh, mercy. Positions have changed. Man, that oh, company will fold. Mercy. That company, that company's about oh, to go bankrupt. Mercy. You're trying to get a position. You better be excellent. Oh, <laughs> mercy. Okay. Okay. Oh, dude. That All was, right. So, <laughs> again, you know, we, we are wired to uh, be the, the heroes and the victims of our own stories. Absolutely. Um, but in doing so, sometimes we we rest too long in that victimness, right? Yeah. And so, our con- our stories aren't as complicated as we make them, and they actually fall into four categories. They do, according to this research: they career do. setbacks, setbacks, something bad, uh, no happened. no direction. Where am I going next? Desire to change. Man, I want to move out of here. And anxious to accelerate. And I want to get it done now. <laughs> <laughs> now. <laughs> All right. Final thoughts. It's good. Uh, take it one day at a time. Yep. Uh, stay connected to your higher power yep. and be like the swan or the duck or whatever on the water. You can look smooth on the outside, yep. but paddle like heck underwater, yep. and you will get where you're going. That's it. My final thought is self-awareness, man. Um, all of, A lot of this stuff that we talk about has to do with being aware of how you are and who you are. Absolutely. And in doing so, you're able to pinpoint ways to get better to hit your career goals, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. So self-awareness. Go out and, and start researching how to be more self-aware. There's a ton of stuff out there, a ton of Absolutely. information. But start practicing that stuff daily. All right. Good. <laughs> Episode 67. <laughs> Beyond the Cubicle Podcast in the books. Thank you guys. Continue to share. Continue to like. Continue to rate. Yes. Um, yes. Was, 
See you guys next week. All right. Mm-hmm.